The next segment of the Studio Basin podcast is brought to you by the readers of the Columbia Basin Herald. The paper serves the entirety of Grant and Adams counties in central and eastern Washington, which has strong traditions in agriculture, industry, and taking care of one another. The Columbia Basin Herald is grateful to our readers for their support and to our advertisers who support our efforts to keep the communities we serve informed. I'm Charles Featherstone, senior reporter with the Columbia Basin Herald, here with sports reporter Ian Bivona, and we are talking sports. I was out this week. I had hoped to schedule my bout of influenza for a little later this season, but, well, it had other plans, so <laughs> I did get to, to, to spend some quality time listening to the Mariners. Yeah, absolutely, and we're glad to have you back, Charles. Glad you're feeling <laughs> better. Um, so the Mariners, right now, they're sitting at 77 and 60. They're still got they still got that second wild card spot in the American League on lock for now. They have a, a half game advantage over the Toronto Blue Jays, and right now they're really entering a kind of pivotal series, I guess you could put it, back to back series against the Braves and the San Diego Padres. Mm-hmm. They start a three game series <coughs> against the Braves tonight, um, and that's both of these series are both home uh, mm-hmm. matches. So three games against the Braves that start tonight and two games against the Padres that start on Tuesday. And these are the last two series that the Mariners will play against teams with winning records. Okay. So after the after uh, Wednesday, it's all kind of, it's all against the teams with losing record. Like they played the two series against the Athletics, uh, series against the Angels, the Detroit Tigers and the Kansas City Royals. So once they get past this five game stretch, you know the Braves are pretty. They're pretty good. You know they're mm-hmm. making a push for that uh, National League East uh, first place in the division, and then the Padres. They've been pretty good. Pretty good as well. So uh, both, luckily for the Mariners, both these at ho- at home, so they can get past this, and then hopefully for them, it's smooth sailing till the end of the season. You know, getting into October, where we'll see if they can break that playoff drought. You know, they're really, they're really pushing it, um, but. You know they've kind of they've had that wild card on lock for the last couple months or so. So they're sitting pretty right now. Um, this will just be a pivotal two series for them coming up over the weekend and into next week. And then uh, for the Storm, they were eliminated from the WNBA playoffs this week. Um, they got a one game. They got a one zero advantage in their series against the Las Vegas Aces. But the Aces, they really. I mean, they're just a really good team. They're they were the. They're the number one seed in the WNBA playoffs, and uh, after that opening loss to the Storm, they really bounced back. They uh, they took the series three to one uh, as a best of five series. They closed it out on Tuesday night in Seattle. Um, game three was a really back and forth game. You know, went into overtime, but then the Aces. I mean, they just they just overpowered them. You know, um, in the in the overtime period, I believe it was the Aces outscored them eighteen to eight. Wow! In just the bonus five minutes of game time, so they really came out uh, hitting, firing on all cylinders. Um, so it's unfortunate to see, you know, it's Sue Bird's last year, but she had a nice send off uh, at the stadium after the game. And then um, another news for the, for the Storm: Brianna Stewart. She finished second in MVP voting, right behind the uh, the Aces Asia Wilson. So. End of the year for them, but I mean they had quite a run, you know, making it to the semifinals of the WNBA playoffs, and uh, had that nice send off for Sue Bird in her final season um, as she enters retirement. So now moving on to high school. Okay. Um, last we week we don't have any Seahawks action. 
Oh, yes. Thank you for reminding me. Welcome. <laughs> you know, I'm just so focused on the high school football, you know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Seahawks, their uh, uh, re- football regular season started last night um, with the Bills and Rams. But the Seahawks, they're going to have to wait till Monday to play, um, to play uh, open their season. They're going to be hosting the Denver Broncos. You know, Russell Wilson, the longtime Seahawks quarterback, mm-hmm. he's going to be coming back into Seattle. So that'll make for quite the game, you know. I'm sure Seahawks fans will have to make the decision on it's kind of a rough choice, you know. You got your guy who brought you your first Super Bowl uh, here in Seattle, but he's coming back in different uh, different teams' colors. But I'm sure that'll be a good game. Um, but yeah, we have to wait till Monday to see that. <laughs> and then so for high school football, you know that came back into action last week. It was a fun, you know, walk going around seeing all the games here in the basin. Um, so we're gonna go over last week's football okay. scores. I was at the Moses Lake and afraid again. Moses Lake took that game twenty-one to fourteen. You know, Moses Lake came out; they were up twenty-one nothing in the like halfway through the second quarter. But afraid of they really bounced back. You know, they shut the Mavericks out in the second half and had uh, Travis Hendrick, their quarterback, had two rushing touchdowns. So they then they made it a game towards the end. Fortunately, they just kind of ran out of time for the Tigers. But in other uh, high school football scores, ACH defeated Columbia forty to nothing. Royal defeated Toppenish thirty four to six. While Luke defeated Grandview twenty one to nineteen. East Valley defeated Quincy uh, twenty one to nothing. Othello they had quite a game. They defeated Connell fifty five to nothing. Wow, yeah, that's quite the score. <laughs> yeah, Warden defeated White Swan twenty to fourteen, and Lynn Ritzville defeated Colfax thirty five to twelve. So that's last week's scores, but now we got another week of action coming up to, uh, starting tonight. So ACH is at home versus Entiat. Uh, Lynn Ritzville travels to Liberty. Moses Lake hosts Kamiakin. Othello, this will be a good game. Othello's hosting Royal. Um, they're both coming off of big wins. I know I'm excited for that game tonight. Quincy and their rivalry game, the Battle of the Basin, they're hosting Afreda. And Warden is hosting Walloop tonight as well. Okay. So, luckily, it's only Friday night games, you know. Uh, no Thursday or Saturday games, okay. which is nice. But, yeah, that'll be a nice nice Friday night lights of football action here in the Basin. And then, obviously, along with football, the return of a high school sp- uh, sports also includes the other fall sports that go along here in the Basin. So, we're just going to go over the team's records uh, just to start the year. It's only okay. been a week of games so far, um, but they're ready to kind of keep progressing as the season goes on. So Royal G- Girls Soccer started the season 1-0, along with Royal Volleyball. They're both 1-0. Quincy Girls Soccer is 0-2 to start the year, but Girls Volleyball is 1-1 at Quincy. Moses Lake Volleyball is 1-1, and Moses Lake Girls Soccer is 0-1. Soap Lake, Girl- Soap Lake Volleyball is 0-2. While Luke Girls Soccer is 2-0. While Luke Volleyball is 0-2. Warden Volleyball is 2-0. Afraid of Girls Soccer is 2 and 1. Afraid of Volleyball is 1 and 0. Othello Girls Soccer is 2 and 0 and Othello Volleyball is 1 and 1. Lynn Ritzville Volleyball is 1 and 0. ACH Volleyball is 1 and 1. And MLCA and CCS Volleyball is 2 and 1. Okay. So yeah, looking forward to kind of getting around the base and going to some more of these games, kind of meeting all the players. Um, I know they're excited for their seasons to get mm-hmm. started. And we're only a week in, you know. Um, excited to see these kind of storylines form for each sport as the season goes on. So yeah, stay tuned for more coverage on all the sports going on here in the basin. Okay. Anything else? 
No, nah, that's pretty much it. You know, we got another action-packed weekend of uh, sports, both from pro all the way down to high school. So looking forward to getting out there on the field. Nice. Well, this is Charles with the Columbia Basin Herald, and our Studio Basin podcast is produced by the Columbia Basin Herald, a local newspaper serving Grant and Adams counties in Washington State. Our publisher is Clint Schroeder, and our regional general manager is Bob Richardson. Our managing editor is Rob Miller, and our reporting staff consists of senior reporter Charles Featherstone, that's me, senior reporter Cheryl Schweitzer, staff writer and paginator Joel Martin, staff writer Rebecca Pettingill, and sports reporter Ian Pavano. That's me. (laughs) The Columbia Basin Herald is published five days a week in print and online. The paper's website is www.columbiabasinherald.com. To provide feedback on the paper or the podcast, please email us at editor at columbiabasinherald.com. Again, this is Charles Featherstone, and for all of the staff here at the Columbia Basin Herald, thank you for listening, and please download us again.